The Hawaii Sports Radio Network, in conjunction with Scoring Live, bring you OIA Sports On Demand, brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. The roots and traditions remain alive with another season of high school athletics. It's the OIA Game of the Week. Tonight, we head back to the hardwood for more OIA girls basketball. And it's been a tough few weeks, to say the least, for the Castle Knights. But they are looking to turn things around in the new year. But in order to do so, they must travel across the Ko'olau as standing in their way is tonight's opponent, who sit atop of the OIA D2 East standings, the Farrington Governors. Can the Knights get a crucial road win over the Govs, we find out now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSC Hawaii. Providing customer value. And now let's go to the campus of Farrington High School. Here's play-by-play announcers Kyle Galdera and Kuale Ogbayani. Aloha and welcome to the heart of Kalihi on this beautiful Friday evening. It's Pauhana time in Hawaii. And what better time for some OIA girls basketball? Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani here with you live. And Kule, we're going to see in just a minute. Will the governors rule the night or will the knights storm the castle? We have an OIA East crossover battle coming to you live. <laughs> Live and direct, huh? <laughs> Just up the street from our studios here in Kalihi. How and convenient. Yes, right here at Farrington High School. Always a high school that means a lot to me. Shout out to my grandma Liz Escobedo, who is a proud graduate of the Farrington High School. <laughs> and I made it a point to, to show and, and explain that this is a crossover battle because Farrington is actually the top team in the D2 ranks within the OIA East. And Castle is... Uh, we'll bring it up the rear, we'll say, in the D1 ranks. And it's interesting because, as Michael Lascaro and I talked about on our Wednesday night broadcast, you could actually say that even though Farrington's in D2, on paper, they might actually be the favorite in this game. So it will be fun to see how it plays out here on a Friday night. Yeah, and Castle, when you take a look at you know their roster and including their starters, both teams are relatively veteran. You know, none of their they don't have any freshman starters, which is what we've seen in the past with some of these teams. And they have a couple of or quite a few matchups where they've played the same opponent, ultimately close to similar scores. I mean, you look back in December, both squads played Kahuku, ended up in losses, but Castle falling to Kahuku 78 to 30 and Farrington 76-23. Same thing when you go down to Roosevelt, Kaiser, Moanalua. If you want to see the breakdown of the scores, obviously you can go to scoringlive.com to check out all of the scores there. But for the most part, as you mentioned, on paper, still very, very similar, even though they're technically in different divisions. Right, we're just a few minutes away from tip-off here. We'll be right back with the opening tip, like I said, and some more previews getting you ready for the action tonight. It's Farrington hosting Castle. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. 
Welcome back to Farrington High School. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani here with you. We thought we had a few minutes before tip, but from so, for some reason the clock is now set at eight minutes and ready to go. So before we get to the quick starting lineups, we want to bring you our sports injury report brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. And we have a few players banged up, but I, I just got to let the listeners know, I got crazy allergies and I had a root canal this morning. Whoa. So bear with me. If, if I, we got some rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling. So <laughs> that's your abbreviated sports injury report. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Glad to see you made it here for the play-by-play, though. (laughs) I take one for the team. I appreciate it. Um, Tip is up and controlled by Castle. Coming the other way after a missed shot. Farrington with it in their all-white uniforms and maroon trim. A quick shot taken. I believe that was Cameron Felipe jacking that one. She averages five points a game. So both teams trying to get the offense going early on. I mentioned eight-minute quarters, and this year they implemented a shot clock. And speaking of that, Castle's Kalia Chun. She's the leading scorer for the Knights. She jacks and makes a three-pointer. We have a three-point lead for Castle early on. And there you go, Chun being a senior, not afraid to take that deep shot. And for it went in her favor and in. And what appeared to be a foul against Castle is actually going to be overturned. There will be a traveling violation on the post player for Farrington. Genesee Tomas Faumui. So early on, a little bit of ragged play by Farrington. We'll see if Castle can capitalize already up 3 to nothing. Bodies hitting the floor as another turnover goes Castle's way. The shot is up and good. That's Chun again as it stands. It's Chun 5, Farrington nothing. Yeah, and Farrington's Genesee Tomas Faumui actually almost got herself a steal right there, but she somewhat tripped over her own feet and then lost the ball. So we'll see now after Chun got fouled if she could convert the three-point play. 6.59 to go here in the opening quarter. Chun dribbles twice, puts up the rainbow free throw, and that one is good. Six to nothing. Castle over Farrington early on. Shania Kabato Machado running point for Farrington. She's their leading scorer, seven points a game. The senior passes off to the wing. Hunter Garcia takes a relatively short shot but misses everything but the backboard and here's Chun not only getting the rebound but bringing it back for the Knights up top is Dorian Pokipala she whips it around the horn back to Chun top of the three-point arc and it's a three-point shot taken by Pokipala air ball there back it comes Farrington's way Kabato Machado taking it all the way. She goes up with the right-handed runner. A big smile on her face as she gets Farrington's first basket of the night. Farrington trailing now, 6-2. What a beautiful step around there for Kabato Machado. And clearly she's showing her a veteran style being the senior on this team and the leading scorer. And Castle moving quickly. And they get another shot there. This one by Kaimani Peralt. And that one is going to be a three. So 9-2. to two. A quick castle lead, about two minutes gone here in the opening quarter. And speaking of quick, Farrington comes right back. Kabato Machado jacks a three from the far corner. And the rebound is going to be tied up. And the referee signals it'll stay with Farrington. So already a bit of a frenetic pace. So far benefiting castle because Kule, when you make your shots and you move quickly, you can score quite a bit of points. Oh, and right there, a huge block by Malia Tini. And we're going to have a break in the action. There's a Farrington player down. And she's holding her head, so the medical staff will attend to her. 
And as, as we figure out who that player is, we're going to step away for a 30-second timeout and be right back. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back to Farrington High School as Shania Kabato Machado is being attended to by the medical staff of Farrington. It seemed like on the loose ball coule, she was trying to chase it down. It kind of took a shot to the head. She was laying face first on the court and now is standing up on her own. So that's really good to see. Hopefully, not only can she get back in the game, but she can be okay the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Then, you know, especially now more than ever, as it should be, we take head injuries very, very seriously, especially at the high school level. So she appears to be walking just fine. No assistance from the trainers. And we will see. They de Farrington could definitely use her in this game. And we'll keep you posted on her status. That sports injury report brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. They take the team approach to creating a healthier Hawaii. Farrington with the ball back on offense. A rainbow three took and made by Felipe. That's Cameron Felipe. She has now a team leading five three-point field goals. And the junior pulls Farrington within just four. Castle leading nine to five. Knights moving inside. Now a quick shot from the free throw line. That was taken by Dorian Pokipala. Offensive rebound controlled by Malia Tini. Nothing teeny tiny about her game she's quite a presence in the post but that follow-up shot is no good Farrington sprinting back the other way and the follow-up shot by CC Chaffin is no good and it'll be castle ball after the rebound goes their way I really love how both teams so far are really not afraid to shoot because they're getting good looks and if you have the look then you have to shoot the ball and that shows that both these coaches for Farrington uh, Caroline Tatupu for Castle Wendell Domingo have confidence in their teams that in this kind of run-and-gun style game Basically, trust your players and they can make shots. So 9-5, to five, the Castle lead. 4.45 to go here in the first quarter. Pretty good pace so far, other than that injury timeout and a, a few turnovers. And we have a brief stoppage as one of the players ties her shoe. Yeah, and even though Castle up right now 9-5, when you're just looking at both these teams, as we mentioned in the pregame, they are pretty much evenly matched as anticipated. So Castle, the D1 representative from the OIA East, facing the leader in the D2 side, and that's Farrington. Right now, Castle with the four-point lead. Ball deflected out of bounds. It'll stay with the Knights. Not a lot of subs to speak of so far. Probably going to see a lot of starters playing in this very meaningful game, especially for Farrington, which is trying to keep that stranglehold on the top spot. And it goes to Teeny. Couple of dribbles, now kicks it out to Chun. She takes another three off the back iron and out of bounds. It'll be Governor's ball. And nice job there by Castle, really controlling the action, the inside-outside game. And I'm pretty sure if Chun keeps getting those open looks, she's going to have quite the scoreline tonight. Mm -hmm. Farrington with it the other way. Hunter Garcia 
Dribbling up top, double teamed. Now over to Olsen Silva. Drives the lane and passes it off to Tomas Faumui, who before she's fouled is going to be called for the travel. A couple of too many steps there. <laughs> so Castle bringing it back in. There's Kira Pogba Pimenta. Passing it into Popicala. She's dribbling up. He eludes three defenders. Now going to the right side. Finds Chun. Down to Tini. But before the shot, another travel. So these referees have already called four traveling violations. So they definitely have that as a point of emphasis yeah. tonight. A lot of happy feet from both teams. As expected, they're excited to play. Knows that it feels like a must-win game for both teams. And you just want to stay competitive. So getting a little excited. And hopefully we see both of them start to settle down. 3.40 and counting here in the first quarter. Castle maintaining its 9-5 lead. Castle going from left to right from our broadcast position. They're wearing their familiar maroon and, would you call that maybe a goldenrod uniform? Mm -hmm. Very recognizable as there's Chun again. Another three. She takes it. She makes it. And one. She'll have the four-point opportunity as I believe Chun has now, after that basket is good, Nine of the 12 castle points all by her lonesome. Oh, man, and that foul charge to Farrington, Genesee, Tomas, Falmui, and that's one of the ones as a player, and now she is, or it appeared that she was about to be taken out of the game before this uh, timeout right now. So it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. And you made a good point, Kule, that not only is Chun hurting Farrington with her shot, but when you start drawing out post players to commit fouls, it's almost like a double whammy because you get the points, you get the and one, and you start getting Farrington into foul trouble. Yeah, speaking of post players, though, I really like what Malia Tini for Castle has been doing defensively. It seems like she's going to be trouble down low for Farrington to try to penetrate, and that's probably why they've been taking so many outside shots because Malia Tini has been quite the presence on defense for the Knights. So after that brief timeout... Back to the free throw line goes Chun. Castle up 12-5 early on. 3.25 to go in the first quarter. Chun, her long ponytail going almost to the bottom of her shorts. That's like hula style. And it's braided, so that <laughs> usually shortens your hair, I should know. So it's braided to be that long. Maybe so she is a hula dancer. Her free throw is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Farrington. Quickly the other way, maybe rushing a bit, is Cameron Felipe, who takes a shot. But as you call... Kule, another traveling violation on Castle, so it will stay with Farrington. Yeah, that one on Pokeball and really, again, just happy feet. She got the rebound and just took a couple of unnecessary steps. Nice interior pass there by Ald, who just checked in. It's going to be deflected and will stay with Farrington out of bounds. However, props to Castle and the, the active hands they're playing with is really frustrating Farrington. In it comes to Felipe. Around the horn to Ald. And Ald throws it away. It's going to be picked off by Chun. So Chun is the team leader in points. And three-pointers made now that she has a... Actually, pardon me, she's tied with Pokipala. So definitely a dual threat when it comes to threes. And here's Pokipala. A little crossover move. Shake and bake. No good, though, as it's stolen away by Felipe. Back comes Farrington. CC with it. Down low into the post, and it's going to be stolen away by Castle again. Here's Chun running the other way. And this ball is going to be tipped out of bounds. 2.30 left here in the first quarter. 
Castle up by seven. Yeah, that was fortunate for Chen there, where she kind of just kind of mishandled the basketball, trying to uh, go for that breakaway. Mishandled, but the Farrington defense was right by her, and it almost like inadvertently kicked the ball out of bounds. So it goes back to Castle. And a quick update on Shania Kabato Machado. She's being put through the ringer when it comes to the aptitude tests, uh, basically seeing if you're dealing with the head injury or not. So good to see the medical staff taking care of her there. We'll let you know if she checks back into the game. But as it stands now, it's going to be Farrington Ball after a good job by the governors tying up the Castle offense. Bringing it up the court for Farrington is Felipe. And on the give and go, the entry pass by CeCe Chafin is picked off by Castle. And it's going to come back the other way. A nice steal there by Pokipala. Pokipala has it up top. Gives the horn signal. Calling for some action up top. It goes high. Now looking for the low from Chun. Over to Pokipala. Now down to Tini. Tini takes a couple dribbles. Instead of taking the shot, passes it off to her teammate. And a couple of shots there. As we're waiting to see who came up with the rebound. Basically, Castle has had a few bites of the apple so far on this possession. No points yet, but they're going to keep it as Christiana Vegas Dutro is the one who will bring it in. So Castle running the, I like to call it the bobsled play, where everybody <laughs> just kind of lines up in a line and then breaks. Castle gets it, and the shot is no good. I believe that was taken by Chun. And coming back the other way is Farrington. Garcia has it up top. Nice crossover dribble in her lime green shoes. Passes it over to CeCe Chafin, but there's another steal. And then a frustration foul as Chun had it. I wouldn't be surprised if that's an intentional foul there. That was kind of... Good sportsmanship, though, there by <laughs> CeCe Chafin. She kind of... So she tried to pass over Chun, and yeah. Chun, being so much taller than her, was able to intercept the pass, grabbed it down, and then, yeah, somewhat of a hard foul from the back by CeCe, and then they both went down hard on the hardwood, but, uh, you know, showed some sportsmanship, went back and gave her a little bit of a low five to Chun. And the entry pass the other way for Castle was thrown out of bounds, so we have a bit of a turnover seesaw battle going here, but the good news for the Knights is they still lead it 12-5, to five, just about a minute left here in the first quarter. Farrington trying to get some points before the end of the frame. Felipe with it. Over to Garcia. And another steal. That's at least a handful of turnovers already by Farrington as we're under a minute to go. Pukipala coming up down the middle of the court between the rings for Castle. Calling a play over to Chun. Down low it is to Vegas Dutro. Back out to Chun, all the way across to Pokipala, and she almost turns it over. That's good defense by Hunter Garcia, but after the ball bounds out of bounds, it will be Castle Ball. 14 left on the shot clock. Pokipala has it, dribbling with her right hand. Over to Brooke Watanabe, looking for a teammate. Over to Chun. Chun driving through four defenders, goes up with it, misses the shot, but she's going to be fouled. Great job by Chun, knowing that her team is struggling, basically taking over. She has, I believe, 10 of the 12 castle points tonight. Yeah, and that foul charged again to Genesee Tomas Falmui. That one, on the other hand, wasn't a bad foul. I mean, you don't want to give Chun the easy way to the basket. And she went up, and in basketball, that's just what happens. Your feet go off the floor, and player goes down. It's going to be called every time. 
And Chun misses the first free throw. To your point, Kule, because Chun is forcing the action, I think the referees kind of see that, and they're, they're more likely to give you the foul call as opposed to being more passive. Second free throw up and no good as well. That's now three misses by Chun from the charity strike. And the loose ball, Chun, Chun doesn't agree with the call, but he's going to be Farrington Ball with 25 seconds left to go in the quarter. She has a smile on her face, though, after the ref called it the other way. She kind of covered her mouth like, I try to yell or no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so back the other way for Farrington is Garcia. Shot clock is off. They can hold for the final possession if they want to. Ald with it, and she is picked off. That's another steal by Castle. Eight seconds and winding. Chun has it. Passes off to Pokipala. Dribbling the lane with her left hand up and no good off the back iron. And that'll be the end of the first quarter. A lot of excitement, not a lot of scoring, but the good news for Castle, they've come on the road and are making headway, at least in the first quarter, 12-5 over Farrington. We'll be back with the second frame. This is OA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Back here at Farrington High School, the governors have it to start the second quarter, trailing by seven. A couple of shots taken by the Govs to no avail, but to their credit, they're rebounding on the offensive side very well. And after the third bite at the apple, it's going to be a miss and picked up by Kyla Chun for Castle. Back the other way quickly for the Knights. A shot is up and no good by Watanabe. And the frenetic pace continues as Felipe takes it. Around the horn it goes to Ald. She takes a three from the near corner. No good air ball off her teammate Garcia. It'll be Castle's ball. Yeah, unfortunate rebound for Hunter Garcia. She was right there, had the perfect box out. Had she secured the rebound, she had an open way to the basket to go straight up. But fortunately, couldn't secure it. Goes off of her and Castle gets the ball back. And Farrington down by seven, employing a three-quarter court press now. Three players on the opposing side, two players back as safeties, and Castle quickly beats the press, almost like a like a hot route in football where the wide receiver is open, and that was Malia Tini who was open for the layup, 14-5 in favor of Castle now over Farrington. Yeah, that that looked that was really pretty actually. I'm very impressed by what Castle just did there to easily break the press because we know at this at this level sometimes a lot of players can get. Uh, I should know. I'm speaking from experience. You get a little nervous when you start dealing with the full court press, but uh, they clearly know and practice it and know exactly what they're doing for that. And what looked to be another turnover is actually going to be a defensive foul on Castle. So Farrington keeps the ball down by nine. Up top, it stays with Felipe. She finds another shooter. That's Garcia. And Garcia hits the three, kind of gives her team the, the three-finger waggle, knowing that she's trying to get her squad back in the game. Now, just down by six, 14 to eight. 635 and winding here in the second quarter. Chan with it up top, dribbling with her right hand. Into Tini, out to another shooter. That was Pukipala, I believe. But before that, another traveling violation. So the referees are tuned in to the happy feet tonight. Yeah. It's almost like they are anticipating them to be <laughs> like happy feet. They read the scouting. <laughs> So Farrington trying to go on a run here, down by six. About 6.20 left to go in the first half. Trapped in the corner is Garcia, but she gets out of it. And checking back in is Kabato Machado, who's dealing with a potential head injury. She looks to be okay. She's a tough kid. Her dad is a 
awesome guy. Yeah. He's a referee in the OFOA. And I bring that up because Kabato Machado tends to hold the chains and, and the box even <laughs> at some games. So definitely a big help when it comes to football. And speaking of big help, that's another big shot by Garcia. It's going to be ruled a two. That's now a 5-0 run by Garcia alone for Farrington. Governor's working hard on defense as a near steal by CC Chafin. Castle will keep the ball, but you can definitely see Kule Farrington kind of turning up the energy a bit. They were down by nine. Now they're only down four. Yeah, almost forcing that turnover. And as I mentioned before, Pokipala almost got held up by Kabato Machado, tried to pass over her, and she almost did like a volleyball block. Pokipala takes the three, no good. It's going to be rebounded, though, by Presley Gibson just off the bench. Takes it, puts it up, and gets two more. 16-10 now, Castle ahead. Quickly the other way is Garcia. She drives baseline. Nice runner. Nothing but net, and Garcia is dialed in. She's made seven straight for Farrington, and that's a steal. Farrington gets it. Down by four. Kabato Machado calls for it, now passes it back. In the corner, jacking it up is Felipe. No good. Farrington trying to get the rebound, but Chun has it for Castle. Nice one-handed pass all the way down the lane. Up and under scoop shot taken by Peralt. That's no good. Here comes Farrington. Off to the races go the Governors. Fakes a three. That was Felipe. Instead, it's Kabato Machado taking a three. And her head is fine. So is her shot. Another three-pointer by Farrington. Now trailing 16-15. Wow, that was almost like a quick circle around, circle around the rim and in like a toilet bowl. And another steal by Farrington. Can they surge ahead? Kabato Machado ooh, asking for the foul. But instead, it's going to be a turnover and a nice show of sportsmanship by Castle as Pukipala picks up. Kabato Machado after that turnover. Yeah, I do like that non-call of a penalty by the referee as Presley Gibson did have her feet planted, just was straight up, and Kabato Machado just ran into her and fell over, and the ball goes out of bounds. And sensing the momentum shift, Coach Wendell Domingo for Castle calls timeout. We'll take a break as well. It'll be a one-minute timeout. We'll be right back. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back here live from Kalihi on a Friday night. It's OAA Girls Basketball. Kyle Galdera and Ku'ule Agbayani. It's a fun one so far. Farrington on a 10-2 run. Trying to surge ahead here. Kabato Machado off the bench. She hits the basket. Celebrates because she has an and one opportunity. And gives Farrington the lead. They've stormed all the way back from down 9 to now up 1. Looking to make it a 2-point lead. Wow, and Shania Kabato Machado if you had no idea how much she meant to this, this team. Clearly her coming back with a little bit of, after a scare did the test to make sure that she was okay to come in. And she really led this resurgence by the governors. She hits the free throw. So that is now a two-point lead for Farrington. They're ahead of Castle, 18-16. to 16. And Castle almost turns it over. A nice job there in the post picking it up. I believe that was Teeny that got it, wearing her black headband. And before the turnover, it is a turnover, actually. It's, it's traveling, but before the turnover, the referee told the Farrington bench, calm down, a little too much <laughs> chatter going on. Yeah, Coach Carol Tatupu is very animated. And she didn't even have to coach the JV game before this because the JV coach is currently sick. <laughs> That's a sports injury report for you there <laughs> as Farrington takes a long shot but gets the offensive board. Kabato Mashadet tries the runner. 
no good. It's going to be blocked by Castle, and getting the rebound is Chun looking to slow things down a bit. Yeah, pretty sneaky block there by Chun on Kabata Machado. And Popikala with the turnover. There's Kabata Machado, Machado running up the left side, now running the lane, and she's playing so fast. It's border, bordering on out of control, but because Castle wasn't set, she got the shooting foul to go her way there. She actually reminds me a lot of a teammate I used to have at Mililani, who was also a softball player. I don't know if anyone remembers Charity Sinas, but she was very, like, just would always drive to the basket and hard to stop and just would draw fouls all day long because, it's again, it seems almost chaotic, but it works. Her first free throw doesn't work. It bounces off the rim a few times and out. And I remember back in my youth league days playing basketball, and the coach would tell us, if you're not sure, just run at the player because if yeah. you're not set, it's going to be a foul. There's yeah. no other way to do it. So that's one strategy, and so far it seems to be working for Farrington. They have a two-point lead over Castle, 3.40 to go in the second quarter. Second free throw, no good. Rebounded by Kira Pogba-Pimenta for Castle. Chun with it, calling for some action up top. Now kicks it over to Popika Pala, pardon me. Now around the horn, and Popikala picks it up after it pinballs around. She takes a wild shot, but before that, we're going to have a foul, I believe, on the court. It is going to be a push, and it'll stay with the Knights. Got to love the feisty defense by Cameron Felipe, really going, trying to, trying really hard and almost successful at picking the pockets of these Castle Knight players. And interesting, we have a a fan that's just kind of wandering and the referees are telling them you got to move because you're blocking all kind of sight lines and getting too close to the court so Farrington will take care of that as we sit at 321 to go in the first half Farrington has stormed all the way back from a nine-point deficit to now leading by two over Castle nice entry pass to Chun her layup is no good though it's going to be picked up on the offensive side by Pogba Pimenta and Castle will keep the ball. A fresh 30-second shot clock. And this shot is up and no good by the Knights. It'll be Farrington ball. Speaking of the Machado Ohana, that's Steve Machado sauntering <laughs> in, checking out his governor's squad. Good to see Steven. If you watch OC Spectrum OC 16, you'll see him as a white hat referee a lot. Ah. And speaking of that family, Kabato Machado with it driving baseline. Kicks it all the way across to Ald, who then passes it over to Felipe. A nice rainbow shot from the free throw line, and that gives Farrington its biggest lead, 20-16. to 16. Oh, What a nice move there by Felipe. And again, Farrington very feisty here. So the quick hands by Farrington, and there will be a foul call. Is it going to go on Castle? It will, and that's going to be their fifth foul. So not only does Farrington get the ball back, they get the foul, and because of the bonus situation, they're going to shoot too. Yeah, that's that pressure that Farrington was bringing on their press. Castle inbounded the ball. Farrington put up that pressure, was able to get the steal. And because if you're Castle, you almost are surprised that, okay, where's the ball? Then you just try to reach back in, and that's how they got the foul. So the first free throw is no good by Ald, but the good news is in the high school game now, if you get five fouls, there's no more one and one. And even that doesn't help out. I was trying to help you out, Shayna, but that's okay. She missed the second one. Farrington does still have a four-point lead. 2.35 and winding here in the second quarter. Chana has it up top for Castle, trying to get something going. 
and there's going to be a three-second violation called. So Castle is finding everything in the rule book as far as turnovers that they've been called for so far here in the first half. Farrington definitely seizing the momentum. They were down by nine, now up by four. And that turnaround happened in less than six minutes. Yeah, and give a lot of credit to Shania Kabata Machado because a turnaround happened when she was fortunately able to come back in for the Governors. And a quick shot taken by Garcia. Her hot hand is cooling a bit. And that loose ball bounces out in favor of Castle. And I really like the full court, maybe three-quarter court press that Farrington is keeping on. They used it to get back in the lead, and I think they realized that Castle can't shoot if they can't get their offense going. So they're really trying to slow things down. And Coach Domingo for Castle notices that too, calls for the 30-second timeout. Yeah, because Castle, they were taking a little too long to get over the half-court line where they needed to be, and Coach Wendell knew exactly what he was doing, and he's some time to check with his girls and it looks like he's telling them a little bit like hey we got to play a little faster you know you have to get across the half court line because it seemed like they were just taking their time slowly but all the credit to Farrington for what they're doing defensively right now yeah and the cool thing about our broadcast position here at Farrington is we're about 10 feet maybe 15 feet behind the castle bench so what coach Domingo saying Kule to your point is to beat the press you have to you have to get open mm -hmm. you can't just stand and, and wait so he was telling Teeny to find an opening. And then in the previous huddle, he was saying on the loose balls, you got to grab the ball. You can't just expect it to come to you because that's where Farrington is getting their effort plays. So the referees doing some administrative chatter here. Now we're back to live action. Two minutes to go in the opening half. Farrington leading Castle 20-16. to 16. Down low it goes to Tini. Her shot is up and good. So a nice job out of the timeout responding by the Knights. Coming back the other way is Kobato Machado. Driving baseline. Nice job up and under on the shot is Garcia. No good. And it's going to go on the foul by Garcia in the favor of Castle. <laughs> Garcia, Garcia tried to do, you know, a little reverse that did not work in her favor. So Castle brings it in again, facing the full court press, and a steal, near steal, pardon me, as the ball pinballs around. It is going to be a steal, and then stolen the other way. So Castle has it. Chun's going to try to make the fast break. She gets to the lane, puts the shot up, and good. We are tied at 20. It's been the Kyla Chun show, as she has scored, I believe, 14 of Castle's 20 points so far tonight. Kabato Machado wasting no time. She tries to wrap around pass to no avail. Castle with the steal. Chun running up the right side. Breaks from the double team. Now passes it to a streaking Pokipala. She runs to the right side, up and under with the right hand. And good Castle back in the lead. 22-20, under a minute to go. Yeah, there Castle goes moving the ball around. Unfortunately, they're able to find Pogba Pimenta under the basket for the easy layup. Garcia up top, swings it over to CC Chafin. She takes a shot, hits nothing but the backboard. That's not going to work. And quickly, Farrington commits the foul. That's their third team foul, so they have a few more to play with. But the good news for Castle is they've righted the ship a bit. They were down four after being up nine, and now they're up two. So I think if Coach Domingo's getting some strategy going, 35 on the shot clock, they can move quickly here and try to get a two for one. Yeah, and as we anticipated, a very evenly matched game, as we told some of our listeners who aren't aware, with Farrington being first in the OIA Division 2 East 
and Castle last currently in OIA Division One East, but exactly what we thought it was going to be. And of course, as I, I say, they could go two for one. Castle intends to slow it down. They're going to run the shot clock down and actually gets a wild shot off the hand. I believe that was Peralt on the runner. So coming back the other way is Kabato Machado. She's not going to hold the ball at all, and it's a good thing she didn't because she's going to get fouled and will shoot two. Yeah, and that one charged to Veronica Scanlon. One of those, she just stood in the way, but if you don't plant your feet entirely and take the charge, you're going to get called for the block every single time. And it's been a nice strategy, a nice approach by Farrington tonight as they try to get back into this game. They were down by nine, up by four, and now down by one after Kabato Machado makes that free throw. And that reminds me to tell you that Hawaii Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. So Kabato Machado makes one, misses one. Castle clinging to a 22-21 lead. Oh, nice up and over Eurostep type move by Pokipala, but she misses the shot. Now we're going to wait and see what the referee calls. It's going to stay with the night. So shot clock is off. 3.6 seconds left to go in the first half. They have an opportunity to extend that lead. Yeah, and looked like Coach Domingo kind of put up three fingers indicating a play right here. And he's trying to get somebody open in the corner. They don't see that signal, though, so Chun turns it over. Farrington tries to get a shot off. No good, and that'll bring it into the first half. A fun game here on a Friday night. It's the visiting Castle Knights 22, the home squad Farrington Governors 21. We'll be back with some stats and analysis here. This is OIA girls basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at Farrington High School, it's halftime and the visiting Castle Knights with a slim 22-21 lead over the home team Governors. And Kule, it's been a seesaw affair so far. The Govs got out to a small lead then Castle went ahead by nine. Farrington stormed all the way back to get a four-point lead. And then Castle said, I want that lead back. And they went on a bit of a run to now have that one-point halftime advantage. Yeah, what an exciting game so far. It started off a little sloppy, you know, just a bunch of turnovers. I think especially for Farrington, it was about 50% of their turnovers were self-inflicted, like just bad passes, trying to go over someone like Chun who just kind of volleyball grabs it out of the air. But once things started to settle down, and, and as we mentioned, in the very beginning of the game, Farrington had lost one of their key players, their leading scorer, and Shania Kabato Machado went out with what appeared to be a head injury, but she was able to do the test and get cleared by the trainers to come back in. And that's when we saw Farrington have that resurgence they were outscored in the first half 12 to or excuse me first quarter 12 to 5 and then in the second quarter the govs outscored the knights 16 10 so that's why we have a very even game right now yeah that's a great point even though hunter garcia is the leading scorer for farrington with eight points you can almost give if there was such a thing a first half mvp to shania kabato machado because with her return you could almost it's almost like gasoline on a fire for <laughs> farrington and they stormed ahead and because, only because of Castle's Kyla Chun, who had 10 points in the first half, that's pretty much the reason Castle was able to regain that lead and establish this margin. So looking ahead to the second half, I think for Farrington, it's going to be 
almost a situation where you might even want to double Chun and kind of let everybody else try to figure it out, knowing mm -hmm. how good she is tonight. Yeah, and speaking of doubling Chun, if you look on the flip side to the Governors, I think something that Kabata Machado was able to figure out and take advantage of is she just was playing so quick and just driving to the basket and able to draw all of these fouls. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five fouls in that second quarter. Now, I mean, it wasn't all by her, but she was clearly, you know, putting Castle in foul trouble because they just didn't know how to stop her and she was taking full advantage of it so I think what Castle needs to do is hopefully they have a, a player that can close out a lot quicker so she doesn't have time to get that running speed where she'll just go either drive to the basket or draw the foul and we were trying to explain it earlier for those listening because you can't see it obviously but she's playing Kabato Machado that is with almost almost a reckless approach mm -hmm. but in a good way because she's being so aggressive and forcing the pace that it's keeping Castle on its heels Whereas we know Castle's so athletic that when they do set up on defense, they can, they've been stopping everything as far as set plays go for Farrington. I'd also like to see Castle go down, uh, down low to Maliatini a bit more. I mean, Maliatini had four points in the second quarter, but she seems like someone that you know would be difficult for Farrington to stop down low. So looking for kind of what you would call almost like the easy buckets down low, and she can clearly make shots being, even though she's just a sophomore, she has a very high basketball IQ. So are you saying you're looking for a big second half from Tini? Just checking. Just checking. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back with second half action coming to you live from Farrington. It's Kyle and Kuu here live on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. Welcome back to Kalihi. We're live at Farrington High School. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani bringing you OIA girls basketball on a Pauhana Friday evening. And if you've enjoyed this broadcast, you're definitely going to want to tune in Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We're going to be out on the east side of Honolulu. <laughs> it's Kaiser hosting Kuhuku, and that's going to be a fun one, Kule, knowing how good Kuhuku's been this year. We'll see if maybe Kaiser can use that travel time by the Red Raiders to pull the upset. Yeah, and also already going to be senior night for Kaiser. I know Kahuku celebrated their Caesar senior night a couple of, or a few days ago. Now senior night for Kaiser. And gearing up January 31st already, we'll have OIA girls basketball division one and division two championship action. That's only a couple of weeks away. This It's just flying by. The year just started and it's already flying by. Yeah, this is going to be a fun month. We have... HPU sports, we have high school sports, and not only January, but even February and March when we get into the baseball and softball season. It's going to be a lot of action here on the airwaves, so mahalo to tuning in. And if you are listening on the radio, as the second half is just underway, a castle turnover to start, you can also check us out streaming at hawaiisportsradio.com and listen pretty much anywhere around the world, so check us out there as well. With it for Farrington is Kabato Machado. And she kicks it into the corner. That's going to be 
a shot taken by Ald. And that one is no good, but picked up. I believe that was Garcia. Scooped it up, underhanded layup, and good. Putting Farrington back up, 23-22. Inside to Tini goes Castle. Now to a streaking Kaimana Peralt, and her right-handed floater is good. Back and forth we go. Castle ahead, 24-23. Kabato Machado with it. Into the corner for Garcia. Garcia back to Kabato Machado. Dribbling with her right hand, a nice overhanded pass into her teammate Felipe. She drives baseline, right-handed shot, no good. Castle picks up the rebound, trailing, pardon me, leading by one. A minute gone here in the third quarter. Kyla Chan, she had 10 points in the first quarter. With the ball here, passes it cross-court to her teammate, Peralt, and then another turnover. Farrington with it, Garcia, nice up and under move using as many steps as she can. Are we going to get another travel? I'm not. Oh, I think just stopping. Oh, tying, for, tying the yeah. shoes. Okay. Make sure everybody's referee, safe. Referee stoppage <laughs> just for the shoelace. So everything's good. That that two by Hunter Garcia is good. So the basket is good, and Farrington doing pretty well as well. 25-24, the lead for the home team. Farrington continuing with their full-court press. Castle frustrated a bit by it, but finally able to beat the press. And after doing that, Peralt turns it over. So Farrington the other way. Garcia streaking down the left side. Stops at the free throw line. Pops, and that one is good. 24, pardon me, 27-24 in favor of Farrington. Yeah, six points by Hunter Garcia already to start this second half. And is that another? It is another turnover. Nice job by the Farrington defense. And... We're going to see who the referees give it to. I thought it, is it going to be Farrington Ball? Yes. There it is. All right. Governors have it after the turnover. Nice job there forcing the issue. And we'll see if Coach Domingo for Castle can get something drawn up to help his team beat that full car press. Bodies hitting the floor. And we're going to have, I believe, a tie-up. As for Farrington, that was Genesee Tomas Falmui. You can probably hear from here the thud as she chased after that loose basketball. So the ball now in possession of Castle following the tie-up. Galato Machado almost with a steal, but it'll remain Castle ball. And Farrington continuing that three-quarter court press, still getting to Castle. Almost with, were, they were just fortunate. And you had Kabata uh, Machado kind of go up for, again, that volleyball type of spike-looking uh, block to knock it out of bounds. So two minutes gone here in the third quarter. Tini tried to take a shot, but she was blocked. Kabata Machado racing the other way with the rebound. Into the waiting hands of Ald, who misses that shot. And now Chun for Castle will try to run a fast break of her own. Instead, she stops at the free throw line. Now it pulls it out to the elbow. Dribbling with the right hand. Over it goes to Pokipala. Pokipala over to Peralt. Now back into Tini. Over to Chan. A quick shot. Up. No good. And rebounded by Tomas Famui. Garcia racing the other way. Tries a quick pass to Felipe. But it's going to be off her hands. Back it goes to Castle. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I got distracted by our photographer, uh, Michael Lescaro. He chose like the ones that, like, if you're at the Farrington court, the gym, there's like a bunch of space between the court and the wall. The one place he chose to sit is the one place the ref kind of went and like he had to get up and move. I saw that too. I was about to say maybe he'll go out the door in a few minutes. So back to live action. Three minutes gone here in the third. Farrington leading 27-24. Nice entry pass. And it's taken by Castle's Pokipala, but her shot is blocked. Kabata Machado on the runaway to Garcia. Instead pulls it out to Felipe. Kabata Machado fakes the shot. And we're going to get a foul, a reach-in by Castle. And that was all created because of the head fake, the pump fake by Kabato Machado. But there, that quickness by Kabato Machado, again, continuing to draw fouls on the Castle Knights. Yeah, she's not very tall, but she has very long legs, so she can get not only quickness, but her long stride helps her really run by the defenders. And another foul by Castle. So Coach Domingo trying to get something figured out. He sees his team trailing 27-24. 441 to go here in the third quarter. Nice Friday night crowd, predominantly Farrington, as you would think, on their home court. But Castle definitely putting up a fight as another steal is garnered by Peralt. Farrington tries to steal it back, but instead Chun hangs on to it. And as we sort this foul out, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball exclusively on HSRN. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to live action, Kyle Galdera and Kuulea Agbayani. It's been a fun one here so far. Castle trying to fight back, and that includes a post shot taken. And I believe that is Veronica Scanlon, who is going to be fouled and will go to the line. And Castle trailing by three. These are some big free throws coming up here who lay midway through the third quarter. Yeah, that was actually a smart play by Veronica Scanlon. She didn't, she was barely even facing the basket, but because she threw the ball up and Farrington tried to block her, that ultimately drew the foul and she gets two shots but misses the first one. And that free throw banks off and no good. And she'll get a second one here trying to cut the deficit from three to two. Takes a couple of dribbles with her left hand. Looks at the basket and delivers off the back iron. So an empty position for Castle. The rebound goes to Garcia, dribbling up past the timeline into the corner. Wide open, Ald takes and makes, and that should be a three. It is a six-point lead for Farrington. Again, ratcheting up the pressure, full court press as the Knights are trying to deal with it. Almost a steal. Luckily, Castle gets it across the timeline. The pink shoes of Chun, hard to miss. She's one of their best players and showing it tonight. But we'll see if she can keep her squad in the game. On the other side of the court, a shot up and no good by Peralt. And it looks to be a loose ball foul that'll go the way of Farrington. 3.42 left to go in the third quarter. Farrington, I believe, with its biggest lead of the game now, six points. They started off up by a couple went ahead and then fell down by nine points, surged all the way back. Castle went ahead at halftime, and Farrington is back in the lead here in the third quarter. 3.30 and winding as Kabato Machado takes and makes a three. That was nothing but net, and the Farrington Governors are fired up here in the third quarter, up by nine. 
Another steal. This one by Felipe. Running down the left side with the right hand. Now up and under with the right. No good. Rebounded by Chun. And we'll see now if Castle can stop the momentum. Farrington has everything going its way in this quarter. Shot up and no good. And another nice rebound by Genesis Olsen Silva. Kabaka Machado finally, you can see she's tired not being able to run back on offense. But a good job by Garcia. She ran back and drew the foul. Yeah, you're right. She kind of took her time there. Can, trying to catch her breath, breath that is Kabato Machado. But she is working very hard. All of the players on the governor's squad are. And again, they're pushing the pace. And it seems like Castle is having a hard time slowing them down. It's like one of those in a pickup basketball where you and you and a, the opponent kind of look at each other like, I'm not going to run back. You're yeah. not, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. We'll just hang out here. So it's going to be free throws for Farrington. Garcia misses the first. Farrington looking to go up by double digits, but before they can do that, it's going to be a timeout by the Govs, and we're going to take a timeout as well. It'll be a minute-long break. We'll be right back. It's Farrington ahead of Castle, 33-24. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Back from the timeout, Garcia calmly drains the second free throw and puts Farrington up by its biggest lead of this game, 34-24 over Castle. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani here with you. It's a chilly Friday night. I just checked the weather. 66 degrees already here in Honolulu. It's cold outside. I don't know about Yuku, but last night in Kaneohe, it was down to 59. But Farrington has the hot hand going on offense as they're up by 10. They were down by 9 earlier in the second quarter. So a nice row reversal there. Castle trying to answer, and a three-pointer by Peralt does it. That'll get the lead from, pardon me, the Farrington lead from 10 down to 7. Kabato Machado with it up top, swinging it over to Felipe. Felipe faking it back to Kabato Machado. A little two-person offense here, and Felipe takes it. Her rainbow three is no good. Nice job by Peralt chasing down the loose ball. Coming back the other way for Castle is Scanlon. Up top to Pokipala. Takes the three, and that one is good. That's a quick 6-0 run by Castle now they're within just four wow, that's all it takes back to back threes and chipping away just about two minutes left in the third plenty of shot clock left for Farrington Kabata Machado taking on the entire Castle defense and as she's done all night her borderline out of control play draws another foul she's going to shoot two yeah Vegas Dutro charged for that foul by Castle but <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because Coach Domingo is looking at his team like, that was a foul? <laughs> but I think, like we've said, because the referees see the action, you're more likely to get that call as opposed to, to being methodical. But here we go, Kyle. We've seen a lot of missed free throws in this game. And, you know, I'm that Coach Koo that's like, we need to make our free throws because especially in a game that's I can imagine is going to end very, very close. The free throws are going to matter. So Kabato Machado makes one of two. And I believe to your point, that's at least seven missed free throws by Farrington so far. But to their credit, they have built a five-point lead. 1.45 to go in the third. We'll see what Castle can do here. Quick shot by Chun. No good off the front iron. Rebounded. A nice job by Felipe, the shortest player on the court, hustling for that rebound. 
Over to Kabato Machado on the run. A quick shot by Farrington in the corner. No good. That was off the hand of Ald. Back the other way goes for Castle, led by Chun. Quickly to Pokipala. She takes a shot in the big trees of the Farrington post players. And luckily for Castle, they keep the offensive board. Over to Chun it goes. Chun driving the lane. Takes the right-handed shot. But before that, it's going to be a foul on the ground. So keeping the ball will be Castle. I need to give a shout-out to Veronica Scanlon of Castle. Really worked to get that rebound and sacrificing her body and kept it inbounds. Yeah, she's done a great job off the bench. And during that timeout, she was really chugging her water. So she could see the, the effort being paid by her tonight. So one minute, 11 seconds to go in the third. Farrington up, 35-30. Inbounds it comes to Chun. Quickly over to Peralt. Takes the three, no good. And that ball's going to go out of bounds to Farrington. Nice job there. I like what Garcia did. She boxed out but let the ball go out instead of trying to reach for it and tipping it out. Mm -hmm. So Farrington brings it in. Almost a minute to go here in the third frame. Garcia has it. Over to Felipe. Back to Garcia. Felipe takes the three again. A rainbow three. No good. That one airballed and corralled by Castle. We'll see if they're going a fast break here. As taking it with the underhand layup is Peralt. No good. Rebounded nicely down low. That was picked up by Vegas Dutro. Now around the horn it goes. Chun up top. Now down to Scanlon. Again, Kule working hard, drawing the contact. And she's going to shoot two. Yeah, and it almost looked like she... I don't know if she planned it, but it almost looked like she did plan to try, try to draw the foul because she could have easily taken a step back and gotten a better shot off the backboard, but she almost tried to do this one-arm underhand thing and was able to draw that foul. Yeah, she was kind of lucky there that she got the defender's arm caught yeah. as she went up and under. So she misses the first free throw. And the score remains 35-30 in favor of Farrington. Scanlon... Dribbles with her left hand, puts up the shot, no good. And we have a lane violation, so even if the shot was good, it would be waved off, and it will be now Farrington Ball up by five. And bringing it up is Felipe over to Garcia. Into the corner for Ald, driving baseline, and she steps on the line. So another... Like you would say, Kule, an unforced turnover. Like in tennis, you have the unforced errors. That was a self-inflicted wound by Farrington. Yeah, and that was to the credit of the defense by Pokipala, really moving her feet and forcing her to go out of bounds on the baseline. Scanlon dribbling. She throws it away. Picked off by Felipe. Shot clock is off. 12 seconds and counting here in the third. Felipe takes it out. Now passes to Garcia. Over to all. She takes the shot from about 12 feet away. No good. It's going to be rebounded. Is that another Castle foul? It is. So two more free throws for Farrington. And it comes at a bad time for Castle. Only 2.8 seconds left in the third. Yeah, and Chun for Castle actually really closed out on that initial shot. And I, I don't know. She either got a, her fingertips on it or she just created the presence to mess up that shot. So shooting will be Genesee Tomas Falmui. She misses the free throw. And I can hear Coach Kule saying, you got to make your free throws gotta if you want to win these big games. The score remains 35-30. Second free throw is up. And nothing at all. So that ball is going to go out of bounds to Castle. And even if Castle doesn't score here, they'll 
relish in the fact that they kept this deficit at just five. And after the ball pinballs around a bit, that's the end of the third quarter. It's a fun one here in Kalihi. Farrington ahead of Castle, 35-30. We'll be back with the conclusion of this one. This is OA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We are back for the fourth quarter. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani. Eight minutes left to go in this one. It's been a seesaw affair, both as far as turnovers and the score. Farrington down by as many as nine. They stormed all the way back and now lead by five points. Governors with the ball. Garcia driving now out to Felipe. A long three is up and good. Farrington is now up by eight points and is feeling it from deep. And Felipe just doing it both offensively and defensively. She's been quite the trouble for the Castle Knights defensively. We almost called that one. Felipe with a near steal. And then she's going to be called for the foul. She got a little bit too aggressive there with the reach in. But Castle trying to solve the riddle that has been Farrington's tough defense all night. Bringing it in for Castle is Kira Pogba-Pimenta. Over to Pokipala. Now down low to Tini. Tini with the runner in the lane. No good. Maybe rush that shot a bit. Rebounded to Fer by Farrington. Quickly the other way go the Govs. Up top to Garcia. Now driving. She's going to put up the left-handed scoop shot. That's no good. Pinballs around and recovered by Castle. Nice job on the rebound there by Pogba Pimenta. Sean coming back. Calling for the motion. Waggles her fingers. Up top to Peralt. Down low it goes and off the foot of the post player, Pogba Pimenta. There's Garcia running back the other way for Farrington. Up and under with the left and good. That is now a 10-point lead, 40-30. to 30. Farrington in command. What a nice layup there by Garcia. And that turnover was actually once again caused by and picked up by Felipe. Hey, Coach Jenick in the house, HPU women's volleyball coach. Everybody's here on a Friday Everybody's night. here. And As I told the beautiful people on the show this morning, that party's it here in Kalihi, Montel Jordan. <laughs> and the turnover party continues for Castle as Farrington gets another steal. And then the always smiling Kabato Machado is fouled as she tries to sprint away from the defender. So Farrington with it. 6.20 left to go in the game. As down the into the post it goes to Tomas Famui and she puts it up and good now a 12 point lead for the Governors Chun trying to solve the defensive riddle that Farrington's presenting nice active hands by Tomas Famui knocks it out of bounds that yeah, was Brooke Watanabe trying to find Malia Tini down low and Tomas Famui getting her hand in there so Farrington on a 7-0 run to start this fourth quarter Six minutes left if Castle wants to come back. Nice shot on the run taken by Popicala. No good, but she's going to be fouled. So a good job there, like we said, for Farrington, forcing the action, letting the refs make the call, and really taking it to Farrington. And Coach Domingo looking at him from our broadcast position and basically saying the same thing. Like, if you're just going to sit there and wait, you're not going to get the call. But if you force that action, you can make a lot happen. Nice free throw made there by Popicala. Pokipala, pardon me. 
Attack of the killer peas on this Friday night. <laughs> 6.01 to go. Second free throw is up and good. Still a 10-point lead for Farrington, 42-32. Garcia with it, dribbling left, now crossing over to the right. Guarded nicely by Watanabe. Garcia with it, swinging it to Kobato Machado. Back to Garcia, fakes the shot, drives the lane, out to Felipe now, then swings it out to Kobato Machado. She dribbles it off her foot and again draws the foul. That aggressive play by the tall, almost like a combo guard because of mm -hmm. her height. She's a utility player that's really helping Farrington. And she's really long, long limbs, long legs. So sometimes that can look m even more frantic when you're a defender, but she's doing exactly what she needs to do, and that is Kabata Machado. And her first free throw after the foul is good, and it's a great point, Kule. You look at her, speaking along, her, her hands almost go down to her knees as far as the length and, and just the way you can, you can spread out and... Like I said, long strides, mm -hmm. and you got the reach too, so perfect frame for basketball. Mm -hmm. And here comes a steal for Farrington. So the two free throws are good, putting Farrington up by 12, and then Farrington turns it over. Down low it goes to Cooney. She misses the bunny layup, and after the loose ball, it's going to be Farrington's ball. So quickly, three fouls already on Castle, just two and a half minutes gone here in the fourth. Yeah, and you know Maliatini wants that back. And you can tell some of her teammates are trying to lift her up because it was a bunny and a, essentially a gimme, but she is just a sophomore. So this is when the older teammates need to make sure she keeps her head up because you can't let something like that get to you, especially in this type of game. And this might be the point in the game where Farrington tries to take some air out of the ball a bit, knowing that they're up by 12. And as I say that, they move a little quickly and turn it over. So definitely not what Coach Caroline Tatupa wanted to see there. So Castle will bring it in. 5-16 to play in the ballgame. Trailing by 12. Another steal by Farrington. Garcia with it on the full court press. And a quick foul by Watanabe. And that's going to be the fourth team foul already. The next one gives Farrington free throws the rest of the game. Now we must make the free throws. <laughs> Coach Kule chiming in. <laughs> I, just, I just have flashbacks every single time to my playing days at Milani, and that's like doubling down. And you can't do it anymore, but you know, when you have to run suicides every time you miss Ooh. a free throw in practice. So back to live action here. Farrington with it. Shot taken on the baseline up and no good. That was by Garcia. Picked up by Castle. Veronica Scanlon with the rebound there. Chun with it, calling for the offensive help. Passes it over to Peralt. Peralt to Scanlon. Back to Peralt, up top. Taken by Watanabe. Over to Chun, who takes a shot. Nothing but air on that one. Fortunately for Castle, they keep it. And even better, they get a two-point connection to Peralt, who cuts the deficit to 10. Yeah, got to give a lot of credit once again to Veronica Scanlon doing a lot as someone coming off the bench got a good box out there for Castle to kick it out and ultimately get the score. And did they rule that a three? Because Yes. Okay, so it was a three-pointer cutting the deficit to nine, and that was a big shot for Castle. Now it'll be up to Castle to get some stops and then get some more buckets. But before that, 
We're going to have a timeout called by Farrington. We'll take a 30-second break as well. Come back for more. This is OA Girls Basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at Farrington High School, the Governors with a 44-35 lead over visiting Castle. Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani here with you on a Friday night. Powahana basketball. It's a crossover matchup as Farrington actually out of the D2 within the OIA East. Castle out of the D1. But as you can kind of sense by the score, you can see why Farrington's the top team in D2 and Castle's at the bottom of D1. So basically, a very even matchup tonight. Mm -hmm. Back to live action here. Driving baseline is all. She goes all the way around the horn. It's going to be picked off by Chun. She races it, taking it to the other side, the other basket all by herself. Blows the shot, though. Quickly back the other way goes Farrington. And then a turnover. Garcia trying to do too much too quickly. And Coach Tutupu says, we need to think about that. And she gets a sub in quickly. Yeah, Garcia getting a little overzealous on the pass, like kind of far, aiming under the basket for all but overthrew her, and it goes out of bounds. And coming back in for Castle is Malia Tini. So Castle trying to get some size down low. They have it, 4.15 to go in the game, down by nine. Again, Farrington employing that full court press, causing a lot of problems for Castle. Chun with it over to Poki Pala. Downloaded Tini. Her shot no good. Rebounded and passed up ahead to Garcia. Garcia with the four on three opportunity instead pulls it out. Takes some time off the clock as we're halfway through this fourth quarter. Felipe driving. Kicks it down low. That's a nice pass. Taken by Tomas Faumui. She puts up the right handed layup. It is good. Farrington up by 11. And there's another steal by Felipe as Farrington is turning defense into offense. Nice transition game as Coach Domingo for Castle puts in another sub trying to solve the riddle that Farrington presents tonight. Yeah, once again, Cameron Felipe, just tiny but mighty type of a player. She's probably one of the smallest players on the court. Definitely the smallest out of all the starters, but she is being trouble for uh, Castle both offensively and defensively. Another turnover by Farrington. They're still up by 11. Castle's gonna gotta need to score here as Chun jacks up a shot, no good, and it rattles around a bit. And Kabato Machado has it, racing the other way she goes. She has a bit of an advantage. Oh, the nice fake, and instead of the layup, she's gonna be fouled. Nice no look keeper there that forced the defense to shuffle, and she draws the hack across the arms. I actually thought she was about to kick it out to Felipe, mainly because the defense. We're entirely closing in on Kabato Machado, and Felipe would have been wide open from, for the three. So now it is free throw making time for Farrington. They're up by 11. They're in the bonus, so two free throws for every loose ball or defensive foul committed by Castle. And Kabato Machado, I think she heard us because she made that first free throw. Farrington up 47-35 over Castle. Yeah, right now you're really just trying to build that lead so you don't have to stress when the time starts ticking down. Right, and we've seen, though, even though a 12-point lead is the current margin, how quickly Castle can answer with their three-point ability. So that second free throw is up and good, a 13-point margin now for Farrington. 
Chun trying to be unselfish. She probably should have taken that shot because she surprised Teeny a bit, and that's going to result in a Farrington steal. Kabato Machado with a nice crossover dribble. Farrington taking some air out of the ball. Shot clock down to 22, and Garcia takes the shot quickly. Probably not what the coach wanted there. Back the other way goes Castle. Down by 13. Running the lane is Pukipala, and her layup is good. A nice job there. Yes, Kabata Machado again smiling <laughs> as she hits the deck after the brief contact. Yeah, because Pokipala kind of stepped around her, and Kabata Machado tried to draw the charge, but it didn't work in her favor, and Pokipala gets the basket. Farrington up by 11 here. Swinging it around. Garcia takes it with the left hand. Now out to Kabata Machado. Nice running jumper just outside the painted area. That one is up and good for 250 to 37. Farrington leads. Chun trying to break the press. She does. Flashing in her pink shoes. Her shot is up and good. And she's going to go to the line after the CC Chafin foul. Nice play there by Chun. Yeah, what a nice little underhand floater there for Chun. And the play before, though, Kabasa Machado. She had a little WNBA action with the head fake and then the drive and the floater. And Chun chewing on her mouthpiece a la Steph Curry. I guess you can do that when you're as good as Chun, yeah. right? <laughs> she misses the free throw, though. You got to got to shore that up if Castle's going to get back in this game. Down by 11, under two minutes to go. Entry pass to the post player for Farrington Genesis, Olsen Silva. Mishandles it a bit, but has the wherewithal to kick it back out to Kabato Machado. Farrington working the shot clock a bit, and now Garcia drives the lane with the left hand. She's going to be fouled, and will shoot two. I mentioned it earlier, but stay tuned on Tuesday night. We're going to have more OAE girls basketball for you. Kahuku making the cross-island trek to Kaiser as it is senior night for the Cougars. That should be a lot of fun. Tuesday night, 7 p.m., right here on HSRN. And the first free throw. Was that one good? I think it was because France is now up by 12. If my math served me, serves we, me right. We were both looking down at the same exact time. <laughs> I saw that one go in, and that one is good. 52-39, now the Farrington lead. They are in cruise control. We'll see if Castle has any last gasp. Not on that possession. Tini turns it over, and Kabato Machado has it, but she's going to be called for the carry. Wow, you don't see that called very often. Yeah. And going back, though, defensively for Farrington, what a good takeaway by Tom Tomas Falmui from Tini. Just got the block and forced that turnover, but Kabato Machado just, yeah, interesting call there. And I think that's a byproduct of those long arms Kabato Machado has is when she does a normal dribble, it might look like she's carrying it, but Farrington's still well in command as they get another breakaway layup and go up now by 15. Coach Domingo for Castle calls his final timeout. We're going to keep it here, but Kule, we saw this kind of start off in favor of Castle. Farrington went back ahead, then went behind by nine. Now they're up by 15. What does this say about their, their tenacity, their offensive ability, and of course the full court pressure that really helped them get and hold this lead? I mean, tenacity is probably the best word to describe Farrington, both offensively and defensively. We 
I don't know how many times we mentioned offensively Kabata Machado, just her driving to the basket that seeming almost chaotic and the long limbs just seem like they're all over the place for Castle, drawing all those fouls. And then defensively, you have someone like Cameron Felipe, who's she's so tiny and unassuming, but she just continually picks the pockets of Castle, gets in the way, frustrates them. And that's what Farrington has been able to do through this entire game to be leading right now 54-39 over Castle with just over a minute left to go in this game. Yeah, and Farrington coming into this game 4-4 four and four in the OIA D2 East, tied with Kalaheo for first place in that area of the OIA. And we say that because you mentioned earlier we're going to have the girls basketball D1 and D2 championships on January 31st. I would be confident to say that I think we can look forward to seeing Farrington in that championship game. I believe we are in agreement. <laughs> Concur. <laughs> we concur. Castle with it down by 15. Let's see if they have a miracle comeback in them. And that's one way to get it started. They're going to go to the free throw line after a foul is drawn. That was a nice job by Christiana Vegas Dutro getting the contact. And the best way to score in basketball is at the line because the clock isn't winding. But of course, Coach Goulet will say, <laughs> you got to make the free throws gotta if you're going to go to the line. Throws. First free throws up and no good. She didn't take your summer clinic, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Need to watch more University of Hawaii women's basketball. They shoot about 70% from the line, which is what you want typically, at least, at the very least. Vegas Dutro misses the second. So this is Farrington's game. One minute left to go, up by 15. Kabato Machado most likely just going to stall a bit. Finds Garcia up top. 50 seconds now to go here. Just trying to make sure to keep everybody healthy. I think that's the main thing for Coach Tatupu and the Govs. Down low it goes to Tomas Falmui. And her layup is good. 17 points now. The biggest lead of this game for Farrington. And Farrington not giving up. They've still got the full court press going. I think Coach Tatupu is thinking, we've got to get ready for the playoffs. And we've got to master this full court press. And it's working tonight. And there she was again. Felipe with that steal. Unfortunately, couldn't convert. She almost had another one there as the clock winds under 15 seconds. Castle with their potential last shot of the game. Chun passes it over to Pokipala. Takes a three. No good. Can Farrington get it and preserve the win? They do. And they will. The governors will dribble it out. But not after Felipe takes a shot. I think they're going to wave this off knowing that we hit zeros on the clock, and they will. That is the ball game. What a master class in session by Farrington. 56-39 the final. They were down by nine. They end up winning by 17 over Castle. It was a fun one here on a Friday night. We'll be back to wrap things up. And, of course, stay tuned because we're going to bring you our Yayu player of the game. We'll be right back. This is OAE Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yayu sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today.
Back here at Farrington, we have wrapped up this one. The Governors with a commanding 56-39 victory. It was a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth action, and then the Governors pulled away, and they really cool. They showed why they are not only the class of the D2 in the OIA East, but I would argue they can really run with some of the D1 teams, and we've seen that in the crossover, but I think it really uh, bodes well for the Governors going into the playoffs in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, this was a really good game. Really close in the first half and about maybe ending of the third quarter and then definitely the fourth quarter. You know, the Governors really figured it out with Castle and Castle had no answer to slow them down and got frustrated by, as you mentioned it before, the tenacity of this Farrington Governors squad. And looking at Castle before we get to our Yayu player of the game, Kyla Chun led the way for the night. She had 10 first quarter, pardon me, first half points. I think she was shut out after that, though. So Farrington doing a really good job on defense, preventing the top scorer from Castle from adding any more. And then on the flip side for Farrington, a well-balanced effort. Hunter Garcia did a great job. You mentioned a bunch of times Cameron Felipe not only shooting but playing great defense. But, of course, our player of the game is going to be Shania Kabato-Machado. She finishes not only with double-digit scoring, but the fact that she was able to bounce back from a head injury, come back and reignite her team with that energy, and then play good defense on both sides. And as we look at our own Michael Lascaro interviewing her, she has a big smile on her face. Gotta love that. <laughs> yeah, she just it was so well-rounded tonight and did a little bit of everything, both offensively, defensively, and just drawing so many fouls on Castle because they could not slow her down, and she just knew how to just dribble drive every single time. But at the same time, she was not a selfish player by any means. She looked for her teammates when she could. She took the shots that she needed to take and just an incredible all-around player and very important to this governor's squad. So it was fortunate that she was able to come back into this game. So Shania Kabato Machado is our Yayu player of the game. Yayu HNL is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. Check them out on Instagram at Yayu HNL. That's Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L. Yeah, you, let's get it. Let's get it. And Shania got it tonight. She helped Farrington to the big 17-point win. And they start their weekend off on a high note, dispatching Castle High School. <laughs> As you got Shania over there holding her ball. So we give the pair of sunglasses, yeah, you, H-N-L sunglasses, to our players of the game after every broadcast. And, you know, she's holding the sunglasses and her friend's taking some photos and got to do it for the gram <laughs> protect the eyes and show out for the gram right yeah you so that was a fun game tonight farrington with the 17 point win before we go we got to send out our mahalo starting with the farrington athletic staff led by harold tanaka he always makes sure we're yeah, taking care harold. of whether we're broadcasting basketball football harold's the man we appreciate you and your team our in-studio engineers paul brecht and michael lascaro Technical support provided by AC Custodio and Alan Mia. And, of course, my partner in crime, analyst Kule Agbayani. Before we get to your last word, we want to remind all of our listeners to tune in every weekday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. for Wake Up in the Den with you and Paul. What's the last word before we head out tonight, Kuhu? 
This was fun. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the party in Kalihi right over here. So we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And a reminder that in case you missed any of the broadcasts or you want to share it with your friends, especially if you're a fan of the Farrington Governors who got the win tonight, you can listen to all of our local broadcasts on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com or scoringlive.com now or wherever you get your podcast. So a lot of options for all of our awesome and amazing friends that tune in to us all the time. Awesome job, Kuhule. That was a lot of fun, like you said. And we'll do it again on Tuesday as Kuhuku travels to Kaiser for another OIA East matchup. That'll start at 7 p.m. Be sure to catch us for that. It was a fun one tonight. That'll wrap us up here from Farrington. The Governors come out on top, 56-39 over Castle. For our entire hardworking crew, mahalo for listening. I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care, everyone. And Aloha. aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSE Hawaii. Providing customer value. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator and operations director Kuole Agbayani. And in-studio technical engineers Mike Lasquero and Paul Brecht. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.